go back. reservoir. So they got very excited and uh, called up Cliff Barrickman and I up in Portland. We gathered together a bunch of plaster and came down here and cast a, quite a series of prints. In the end, there was approximately 130. Uh, some of them better than others. They had all been sitting there for a few days by the time we got there, uh, but they were still pretty well preserved because the mud was so sticky and stiff by then. So we did cast a whole bunch of footprints, and it, it is one of the uh, more famous uh, footprint finds of late for a couple of reasons. Number one, there were so many of them. And uh, number two, they seem to indicate something about a behavior, the thing walking out on the lake bed and cruising around and then turning around and walking back. So we cast as many as we had plaster to cast, and uh, the controversy continues. There, there are people, as always, who insist that they're, they're fakes, and then there's others who dispute that. Uh, I'm convinced that they're genuine footprints. The Owl Moon Lab, a few miles away from the footprints, turns out to be a property and home owned by Daryl and his wife. Transplants from California who wanted to be near their grandchildren. Surprisingly, the portal or the origination point of the paranormal activity is an ordinary shed. Okay, so from here on out, Daryl's only gonna be known as Daryl and Cindy because the house is actually up for sale and we wanna keep it a good sale. So Tom, Tom, Daryl. Nice meeting you. Thanks for having us. Alan. Alan, nice meeting you. Alan. Cameraman. Hey. So you can attest to ah. uh, the craziness here. Yeah, like I always say, I was normal when I got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the epicenter. If I would call this anything, this would be the Faraday cage, the transmitter. And putting a capstone on this, okay, is kind of like bottling up a fizzy soda. This seems to be where everyone wants to come for whatever reason. It's brand new. It's less than a year and a half old. All mm -hmm. the siding was put up, new garage doors, that cement foundation was laid there. It was just gravel and lumber before and a roof. That was it. Strange events started occurring when Tobe and Daryl cast some Bigfoot knee prints and brought them back to Daryl's place. As soon as we brought those knees and housed them here, 
it seemed like a giant welcoming committee said, oh, okay, you got something. We like it. You like it. Maybe we'll come visit more often. Well, the axiom there is that when you start studying them, they start studying you. So uh, they, yeah. it, uh, that's, that's a John Keel-ism uh, that he tendered in back in the 60s when he was looking into these paranormal matters and the more he looked at it the more he became aware that he was being observed or scrutinized and many a bigfoot researcher has had that experience that they they, they know where i live yeah. <laughs> one of the most common forms of interaction with bigfoot and other paranormal entities is called gifting the unexpected appearance, exchange, and moving of objects such as feathers, rocks, and personal items. The gifts here are extremely personal. They seem to not only listen to what you're saying, but understand who family members are that may have been to this property or haven't been to this property. Some of the things that have happened here are apportations, objects that appear out of nowhere or seemingly nowhere. Mm -hmm. For example, one day uh, I came home from work. I was living right over here in the tree side in a little camper. And Daryl and I walked inside the uh, garage here to download some audio from the evening prior. And I walked back out, I looked at my camper, and there was something sparkly sitting on top of the camper uh, awning. Yes, and it was gold. And I thought, well, what the heck? I just looked at the camper. I know it wasn't there. It's up, you know, a good eight feet, a gold, shiny object. Well, we go, this by now is kind of a routine of bringing things off this camper awning when we turn our back. But recently, Cindy said, bring us a bag of gold. Bring us some gold. <laughs> so when I see gold sitting on top of there, I'm like, is it bring gold? Bring us some gold? more gold. Well, they got a sense of humor. So you bring it down, you get it, and it's right. inside there. No. It's an old rifle casing from the 1800s. Oh, oh my God! I don't know. I don't remember it's, the old yeah, rifle it's an old casing. Peters. Um, mm -hmm. Peters rifle yeah. casing. From the Just 1800s. sitting right up there on yeah. top of it. Yeah. So that's the kind of sense of humor that right. they have. Right. It's a bag of money. We'll leave a bag with three blackberries sitting hanging on that tree there. How's that? That's your bag of money. Cindy has heart surgery. His wife. They bring her a little glass heart and set it by the hummingbird feeder. So this was our rock set up here. And one of the things that we would do, actually only recently after we found out that this was a thing that people were doing, is we would spell things out with letters. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the major things that happened here was only recently where I spelled out in letters here, thank you for gifts. Three days later, actually, I think after Henry Franzoni was here and Kirk Sigurdsson, spelled out with letters and numbers because they didn't have enough letter, letters and numbers, letters to spell out this word. They used numbers. Underneath, thank you for gifts, was spelled welcome. And they used the letter three to make an E and the number four to make a C because they ran out of letters. <laughs> now, an animal could do all this stuff, I'm aware. But we're beyond the fact that it's anything other than an animal at this point because of the fact that we have the sounds of them interacting, vocalizing, speaking. And oh, by the way, they don't walk in. When they interact with a puzzle, because we record behind this wall, they interact with the puzzle like they're hanging like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Mm -hmm. They drop into existence. You hear them vocalize, huff, they do the percussive, whatever. And then they work the puzzle 
at Owl Moon Lab. As evening settled in, we, including one of Daryl's neighbors, Wren, decided to see if we could record any paranormal activity in the shed. Tobe described the setup we we're going to use. So it's as simple as putting a recording device here and a speaker outside. So everyone's going to come outside and kind of let this little portal, for lack of a better word, start to introduce itself to us in the area and some new faces. And whether or not that makes a difference, I don't know. Um, I think it might. And then uh, one by one, we'll send people in here to see if we can measure that on camera. We waited outside and listened for something to happen. Finally, we heard a knock from inside the shed. That's uh, the corner right by you. 
that was a little noise, uh, center wall towards you. I feel that chill again. I did not hear a knock. exist on the surface of the earth and if you put yourself in these places if you can first identify these places and then put yourself in them uh, things happen with a lot more regularity and things happen a lot more dramatically so as much as anything we're just going around trying to find these power spots trying to find these vortexes wormholes, whatever you want to call them and then see what's going on there that uh, we can hopefully begin to understand so what is going on here the evidence is growing stronger and perhaps governments already know full well that we are not alone here in our solar system that we are moving towards an alien contact singularity that will change everything we believe about ourselves and our place in the world perhaps all you have to do is open your mind to your own personal alien or Bigfoot awakening, and they will find you. After all, it's their game we are playing. Mm, I want to open myself up for that. Okay, so there was some information that was new probably to you some information that you're probably already used to excuse me um but i always like to um 
double check things to see if I missed anything. Um, there was something. Oh yeah, the faces in the orb. Um, yeah, it does. It did look like there was a face in that orb. Um, oddly enough. So I hope you enjoyed it and thank you for listening. Bye-bye.